0: I am Johnny Smart, and you're listening to Glory Days of Gold. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin.
1: You do. We are the boys from New Bayview, and we're back with another episode of Glory Days of Gold, your East Fife and Scottish football podcast. I'm Michael McCall. I'm Lee Gillis. I'm Doug Perry. I'm Gordon Henderson. And I thought about just playing last week's show again because I think we might be going over some of the the same stuff. It's there's there's not a a, a lot of happy East Fife things to talk about. Before we get into any of that, I mean, how's your, how's your week been, guys? Let's start with you, Doug. Are you back on good old Scottish soil or are you still travelling the world?
2: No, I got back from Bordeaux uh, yesterday evening. So I've got a week at home and then my way to Barcelona next Monday. So I thankfully was uh, in midair. So wasn't able to purchase the stream of Yesterday's game, which I was saddened oh. by for maybe one point three seconds and then I was okay. So I am I, I am good. All things all things non-East Fife, I am good.
1: That's excellent. Well um, from one international playboy to another. Gordon, how's your week been?
0: My week well, was good, yeah. Um went to the pictures for the first time since all this COVID stuff started. Uh, have they got nice, talkies nice yet?
1: In your neck of the woods,
0: um, well, yeah, they're just they're just coming in. It's a bit of a, a bit of a novelty, um, but it was all good, N- nice weather, and then then Saturday came round, and yeah, kind of ruined it. Was it yeah. was it Jimmy
2: Bond you went to see, Gordon?
0: No, it was Free Guy. That's and the new uh, Ryan Reynolds one. It's like, what if online, what if GTA 5 online, but the NPCs were real people?
1: If ah. oh.
0: so you've got a couple of hours to waste, it's probably better than buying a Peace Live stream.
1: Yeah, it probably is. I mean, we're going to try and keep this upbeat. We, we thought about getting Eeyore and Droopy on, but we, we couldn't quite make that. But I mean, Droopy, that's what, what your wife calls you Lee sometimes. How's, how's your week been? Um
3: yeah, my week's actually been pretty good. That's me finished up now for two weeks of annual leave, which means that I get to miss the uh, the Apple iPhone launch, which will be happening in my store will be pandemonium for a few Ooh. days. So I took some some perfectly timed annual leave.
1: So did you know this was happening when you booked these weeks?
3: I just happen to put the same two weeks in the diary pretty much every year and nobody's caught on to it yet And that's been like <laughs> eight years there now, so um, yeah, it work, worked out pretty well eh? Excellent,
1: good job no one listens to, to this show anyway so.
3: a, My boss tunes in occasionally, but I, th- I think I should be safe
1: I I had a, a good Saturday because I watched an exciting game I watched Jersey Bulls and I'm repping their jersey, no pun intended Jersey's jersey? Jersey Jersey, uh, taking on Sutton, Sutton Common Rovers in the FA Cup. It's on iPlayer, you can check it out. Second one. preliminary round. It's a good game. <laughs> There's a replay now coming up on Tuesday in Jersey, which means that other team have to take off the Tuesday so they can fly to Jersey, and then the Wednesday because they can't fly home until the next day. Now, for Michael, part-time you've just, footballers.
2: You've just told us that the game's going to be a draw. So we're not. I'm not going to rewatch it now. I was. Ah, I was just. I was just, I, was, uh, I was just pressing on my iPlayer there to save that for a later watch.
1: I I was like, I'm not going to tell you it was too old, I won't spoil that. But I thought I'll just hint about that, and now it's it's all ruined. So yeah, sorry. I mean, I I get spoilers every every Saturday when I wake up. Normally, when I check East Fives Twitter, and I, I see what the score is. But the good news is the game apparently is still going on, because they've not tweeted the final score. That's a hell of an amount of kind of stoppage time. Must have been a pretty bad injury. Maybe it was that pitch invasion. Gordon, nice to see that you changed yourself, change yourself to the, the goalposts. But, well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into this game. But before we do that, let's hear a little bit from this episode's sponsor. East Fife Community Football Club is proud to sponsor Glory Days of Gold. Keep up to date with all our community programmes through our Facebook and Twitter pages. There are classes available for every age and ability, from toddlers to walking football. Just search East Fife Community Football Club. So, we've put off talking about it long enough. We've got to talk about this week's game. An improvement on last week. Only three goals given up. Eight goals in two games. Now, Lee had told me not to watch... The highlights of the Dumbarton game. And I didn't. Until today. Because I thought, back in the show, I probably should watch last week's game. Can't be as bad as you guys made it out to be. Oh boy. But we won't won't go through all that again. Except we did. Against the Um Yeah. I mean, it had everything. Defensive howlers. Come shots, which we we love. Uh, Sending off.
3: I would rather take a cum shot than watch East Fife getting pummeled every week.
1: Yeah. to the face. We can see what we can arrange. If anyone wants to get in touch, that could be sponsorship for the, the show. We could be going in a whole new direction. It would save us talking about East Fife.
3: Watching East Fife every week is essentially a bukkake anyway. <laughs> because literally, it's just load after load after load, but instead it's goal after goal after goal. And Should, Shall like, we recall like a,
2: ourselves... The glory holes of
3: gold. (laughs)
1: Very good. (laughs) we would
3: probably take less punishment, Doug. But to be fair, actually, that's two weeks in a row there's been some pretty hefty sexual puns after the double penetration one last week as well. So maybe we should be very grateful that this show's marked as explicit.
1: Yes, I've just marked them all explicit now. Initially, you can put whether the show's explicit or not, and I'd put no, and then every episode I have to go in and change it to yes. (laughs) I've just changed the setting now. To, to explicit but i mean east fife were actually firing blanks unsurprisingly on saturday and let's start off with a poor bastard that actually went all the way through there gordon was it as bad as the diamonds tv highlights made it out to be for me which to their credit tried to show some east fife attacks i, I saw three crosses go into the box swiftly dealt with of course I mean, sum it up for us.
0: So, I haven't seen the highlights. I, I can imagine that it, if it's possible, they probably made it look worse than it was simply because we just didn't really create anything. So There's nothing There's nothing you're going to think, oh, I need to put that East Five chance in a highlight because there was very little. Um, basically, straight out the gate, um, absolute howler from Scott Mercer. Could have done anything. You know, put it out for a corner, hoof it, anything. Um, I think he just kind of, he miscontrolled it or hit off him. Went to an Airdrie player, open goal from a few yards. And already you're like, well, you know, that's, that's kind of it, right? I mean, we're not, you know, like, yeah, you're not going to bet on us coming back from this. But, I mean, there was a little spell where Airdrie were kind of well on top of us. Could have easily made it two. But after that, we're kind of getting back into the game a bit. You know, not not really creating chances, but you thought, oh, you know, we've actually maybe we've responded a wee bit well to this. We're playing a bit better than we have been away from home. Um and then Dan Higgins gets sent off just before half time. Um I, I have not seen the highlight of that. Um I don't know I don't know who it was, but it was a pretty so terrible Terrible pass to him Put him in a pretty bad situation That ended up
3: I don't think it was actually running. A bad pass Gordon I think his touch was horrendous was his first he, he touch- There was his a few second- bad
1: touches I think, though I think,
3: I think his it was second both second touch had to be a tackle Was,
1: it? was
0: yeah. it? I mean I'll need to see it again But He jumps in I feel like it was both You know he was maybe given a pass that he shouldn't have been His first touch was bad And then his second touch Has to be this lunging Tackle Now Just watching it live I'd I didn't feel it was a red card, but um, I think other people have said it probably was. Um, but I, I didn't really see it enough. But, you know, it, at that point, you're like, well, you know, that, that, that's it. Yeah. Um,
1: the, the, you know, yeah. What, I mean, even at 11 v 11, you thought they're not yeah. coming back. It's, 11 it's v 10, away it's from home. Struggle for us just to get back from 1-0 down. Now we're down to 10 men.
0: But the weird thing is, I mean, maybe the first half of the second half, Again, we actually weren't doing too badly. You know, Airdrie weren't... Um, They're not a good side. They didn't. They weren't no. playing that well. I mean, genuinely, I thought Dumbarton looked a lot better than Airdrie. Yeah. Airdrie kind of, you know, they had the advantage. They weren't really pressing it. And, you know, we looked like it's actually not beyond us. Um, but then, you know, again, maybe we need to see the highlights, but it looked like a ridiculous goal to concede. Ball out on the left for them. Guy cut, cuts inside, cross comes shot, um, and just loops over Gallagher. It looked terrible. Um, you know, and if it wasn't done before, that's that's it totally done then. We kind of, you know, instead of going one up front, we went two up front, left loads of space. Craig Watson puts a shot uh cross in for the right, goal, done. Um it just you know, as much as you felt like it was a game we could have got back into because they weren't very good. We just never really looked good enough to do it, um, which is, you know, just kind of disappointing again.
1: I mean, Lee, you you bought this stream. Sadly, you weren't able to go through after being a, a victim of a horrendous switchblade attack on Saturday morning, which good to see that you are recovering from. Uh, if only it was lethal. Yeah, <laughs> you would have had to watch that. Well, f- £15 well spent I'm sure No It really wasn't um, I,
3: Look I'm actually Getting to the point now Where You know Doug pretty much Nailed it Like I'm, I'm not actually Enjoying doing the shows Because uh, You know You've got to relive it All again You know The, 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 the last few weeks Have been bad enough But then you know, it's kind of like getting PTSD like the next day because you've got to then like go through every aspect and dissect an absolutely horrendous performance. Like, you know, and, and I'm gonna repeat myself, you know, like I've got them in Alzheimer's or something like that, the amount of times I have to say the same things over and over again. You know, we're playing a right back at left back, he can't clear it with his left foot. He then gets the ball stuck underneath his foot. We concede the goal, probably because we're playing a left uh, a right back at left back. The second goal. I mean, Gallagher will howler again it seems like every week I've said that uh, countless times I don't think he could deal with crosses he doesn't come out and he doesn't collect you know, that, that one will just loops over him and I mean, the guy looks like he's about six foot five or something like that I just don't understand how that goal goes in then the third goal cross comes in Ross Dunlop a mistake again caught underneath it can't header it I mean, he's the only player I know that goes to header it and his neck retreats it's it's absolutely insane and um, ball goes over him, 3 0. You know, we could have played all day yesterday and not scored. We have no creativity, no attacking prowess. I mean, poor Kev Smith. I mean, like, literally, like, ball launched up to Kev Smith. Kev Smith tries to head. Kev Smith doesn't win header. Ball goes away and we've, we've lost possession. And um, it's just, it's the, honestly the most frustrating thing ever. And you want to know what? Against Dumbarton last week, Um It was kind of like when I watched the highlights that, you know, they looked a team, you know, they looked a very good, well-drilled, disciplined team. Airdrie were garbage. And I actually think yesterday's one was harder to take because Airdrie looked very, very beatable. And anybody that's got a semi-decent team, I'll give them a game this year. Um, We do have a decent team, but we're just not performing for whatever reason. And, we just looked, yeah, and I don't know if, if Gordon will agree with me or not, but I, I don't think that we created anything clear cut at all, anything that you could describe as a chance. And to be honest, I, I can't believe I'm going to say it again, but I was actually disappointed um, this morning when I've checked social media to see that the game hasn't finished and also that there's not been an announcement around.
1: It was the first thing I checked this morning when yeah, I woke up. Me
3: too. Me too. I, I thought, like surely after that yesterday, there, there can't be any sort of reason that, that I mean, one win in 11 games, um, you know, 99% of clubs, that that form is a sackable form. Um, I mean, the, the Dan Higgins one, just to, to, to go back to that, with the my instant reaction was like straight red. Um, now, having been a, a referee, I don't know if I mentioned that before, but having oh, I, thought game, you were ju- I thought he was
1: just a bastard.
3: No. In the blue tonight, not in the black. Mm. Um, I just went reckless. It was reckless. Um, because he didn't control the pass. And what like Gordon said, he was kind of put in a position where you know, did he really need to take that But I mean, he, he miscontrols it and then he dives in and he's not in control. Really, you know, it looked a red card to me. People on social media, um, you know, disagreed with me, but I've watched it back today. I still feel it's a red. It was good to see Mike Gill. Um, I put a poll out on Twitter. Oh,
1: and he is Mike a referee. Gill,
3: Mike Gill's a referee. Using excessive force uh, is when a player exceeds the necessary use of a for, uh, of force and or endangers the safety of an opponent, must be sent off. Won by the clip, don't think that the referee was left with much option. So that's two referees You've got telling you, um my my license expired about eight years ago, but that's by the by. Um that's you know two people that I've got refereeing experience think there's a red card and it was a red card every day for me um, and we were always going to be in the on the back foot in the back of that. And on the back of the poll, I asked our listeners or, or, or people on social media what do they think. 56% of people thought that it was a red rather than a yellow. So, um, you know, it was a, a pretty sh- straight decision. I mean, next week, it, who the hell do we put at centre-back? Um, I'm, I'm kind of ranting now, but I mean, it, it, in terms of the the team selection as well like
1: i was gonna you know, i was gonna say about the lineup after that defeat the week before yeah you expect changes I but mean, there, there Slatter- wasn't slattery really changes
3: together, but who knows what that's about yeah we don't receive any communications to know what the hell's going on and um, but really slattery um out and then um, obviously danny denham back and liam newton then. Um, aside to that, and obviously bringing back um, the much loved um, Stuart Murdoch, who actually probably one of the only players to get a pass mark again yesterday. Um, but I mean, I don't understand. And, and look, I, I said I've said from very early on this season, I have no confidence in Gallagher as a goalkeeper, and I've been proven right week after week after week. He needs dropped. He has to be dropped. And I don't care if the boy uh, behind him, seventeen and inexperienced, he can't be any worse. I mean, he he literally pans. the goal um, last week directly to the the striker and made a a few sort of ropey decisions yesterday. He's got to be dropped. Ross uh, Ross Dunlop, he can't be in a jersey next week. He can't. And I, I hate calling out individual players, but when you watch it week after week, you know, I feel like that woman in tune the fact day after day in my wee shop with my individual fruit trifle. You know, like that. You say the same things every single week with no changes, and we can't be the only ones that are seeing it, surely?
1: No, I, what I would say about Gallagher from the the highlights that I saw on Diamonds TV, he did have a, a couple of good saves. Routine. So.
3: They're not saves that you wouldn't expect a good keeper to make.
1: Well, no, yeah, they're saves a keeper should be making, fair enough. And like that's the young guy funny. coming in, it's like if he's the backup, you've got to have faith in him. Like going back to that, the, the Jersey Bulls game yesterday, the other team, Sutton Common Rovers, had got rid of their goalkeeper. He joined another team two days before this match. So they got a young lad that was playing Sunday league, had never played anything else. He was outstanding. Until you put him into a, a keeper into those games, you don't know how he's going to perform.
3: Well, I don't know about any of the guys that watched the, the Cove Rangers game. Um, the boy, Jude, Jude Smith, I think that's his name, came on, played pretty well. I mean, they don't think he could have done anything about the goals. He was confident on the ball. Yeah. But look, I mean, Gallagher is is really experienced and I get that, but he's, he, 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 he he's not good enough. Um, he's, he's not um, or he's, he's off form and I think that he, he maybe he's probably maybe comfortable because he's thinking oh, I've only got a kid behind me I'm going to start every week well maybe Dan needs to make a call goes you want to what? you're not performing and out you go drop him. bring somebody else in or if you're not confident in your backup get somebody on loan there's, yeah.
1: there's going to be some good keepers um, in, Well, we're uh, running out of time as well to know, get loans
3: of, it, we've got to the end of September yep. right? so really we've got less than Less than a fortnight um, to to get that sorted, and the times are ticking. And mm. but again, I've I've said it already with all these um, players that Darren's brought in that aren't good enough. He's not performing. Are you going to trust them with some extra money? Don't know that I would.
1: Doug, you've been quiet. You're usually the ray of sunshine on this show.
2: Help us! Oh God!
1: Br- bring uh, us back up. Bring us. Get Lee back from the edge.
2: I, I mean, as I say, I I landed, you know, when you switch off airport mode and it literally went, it went, live score, lineups announced, 1-0 2-0 two 3 full-time. And I just laughed. I was just like, fuck, 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 ah, lost. That was just,
1: ah. Uh, um, that was the best it, way, I think, to experience the game. Yeah, I was
2: like, yeah. Quick it's and just over in, a,
1: over in a few seconds.
2: Exactly. Oh, ah. Um she I, I six yeah you, you yeah yes i'm sure she does feel that way she didn't think that way with me anyway no, she, I, said that. she was <laughs> asking for you i um i watched the the highlights today as well i i agree i think it was a red card i think he's it, it's just a terrible first touch and he's panicked a wee bit and tried to sort of right his wrongs and was a wee bit out of control i think it was yeah i think the, he he let the ref make a call, basically, as they say. Um, he, when I he kind went of down, with...
1: he kind of covered his face. And I don't know if that was him knowing what he'd done or if he was pretending he was hurting the tackle or something, but...
2: Yeah, maybe a bit of both. I, 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 it's hard to disagree with anything. I mean, I agree with what Lee's saying about players need dropped, but then my worry is that we just don't have much on the bench. That was what I was going to say. Um, I think... That, the one I would maybe feel a wee bit for at the moment is maybe the Iron Steel more than anything in terms of, like when he was on loan with us, he seemed all right. Maybe not much more than that, but how many more defensive howlers needs to be shown before they give him a wee game? It's it's getting desperate. I I don't. I said it last week. I don't think for a second this board will sack Down Young because I think they all walk around with their ties and blazers on and love it and think everything's great and I just don't I don't think they will at all. I think they'll defend them, you know, whether it's oh that was never a red card, that cost us. It's not cost us. Our away record, I said it last week, is it's it's an absolute joke. Like it's not it's not a case of last year we got away with it because we had a decent home record. But we're not gonna have a decent home record this week this year because our team's not very good. So <laughs> there's I mean Everyone goes on about Man United's, you know, twenty-three wins or twenty-three undefeated away, which is unbelievably impressive. It's embarrassing to go. I, I don't know what I I meant to look up before we came on. It can't be far off that for us without a win. Can't be far off that. Well away from home. I, I uh you should if say that. that
1: Scott Young um was trying to make a case that the away form wasn't that bad and had had shared what the away form was for 2018-19, which in away form, East 5 were the, the third best team in League 1 for away form, taking 25 points. Um, 2019-20, they were the third best team in League 1, taking 21 points. 2021, the worst team. Six points from their, their nine away games. So he was saying it's not as bad as they thought. But then, Gordon, you came in with some fantastic stats.
0: Yeah, because we were talking about it last week, saying, oh, if, if you look at our away form, surely it's got to be about the worst or close to the worst. And obviously, you know, the start of this season, last season, we know it's shit. Um, and I was like, well, you know, look, in that 1920 season, Kind of look back a bit and, you know, can you get this run that's absolutely terrible? And if you take it from New Year's Day 2020 on, so that's what, well, almost two years, you're at the tail end of that curtailed season, all of last season, started this season. I looked at it and it was 20 away league games, four wins, no draws, 16 defeats. I think it was 17 goals scored and 42 conceded.
1: Yep, that's what you've got
0: here. Um, which is terrible. And the four wins. Yes. um, So it was, three of them were away to Forfar. So one of them was right at the end of 1920 season where we won 1-0. We beat Forfar away twice last season and we beat Clyde 3-1 in the first game after the kind of COVID uh, postponement. And that's it. So basically the shittest teams that we played, we've managed to beat them. Everyone else has just gubbed us. And that's going
2: on, but two that's years. that's the thing, Gordon. It's it's the manner we're getting beaten now. Mm-hmm. We yeah. we all said it last week. You, you go away from home, you put up a fight, and you maybe lose two one or one and and it's been you know, a good, we're we're getting pumped, we're getting turned over very quickly. As soon as we lose a goal, like you're saying, if, I mean, God bless you for going. You, you know, sit sit. I'm not religious either, but if there is a God. Bless Gordon Henderson, please, and his father. If and obviously, God,
1: then he obviously doesn't like us because he's made us yeah. his wife
2: supporters. So, but at least, yeah, at least as a fan, if you're sitting there and there's fight and whatnot, you, yeah. I said it last week, you can come home and, go and kind yeah. of accept it because that's football at this level, especially. But you cannot be going as a fan to a game. And if you lose a goal, you go, Oh, well, that's it, because that's that's exactly where we're at at the moment. Like, if we lose the first goal, we we're, we're losing games, and I said it, we beat Peterhead 3-0, if we'd lost the first goal we wouldn't have won that game, guarantee that and that's a confidence thing but you can't just have one bad moment and then that's it, because yeah, and that that for me comes down to management, that comes down to players shouldn't be allowed to drop their heads that easily if if things go against them
1: Well if you're giving a goal up four minutes in as well and your heads are dropping
2: yeah. So so I don't I mean in the week Darren had said that he's ba- you know he's going to base the team selection on Tuesday and Thursday in training. You know, which fair enough, that's fine. Um so I wonder what his next plan is because I I just I I cannot believe we've said nothing. I can't believe there's it's almost like we're not struggling here. You know, and it's like, oh, you know, we'll we'll just keep going until it's too late. And and if they do that, if they do that, that's solely the board's. It's solely down the board. Because, I mean, I, I've been trying to lay the blame on the board more than Dan Young because I, I don't think they're funding them with what we need to compete in this league. But again, that comes down to whether we've got money. But you can't, you cannot watch this and just go, oh, it'll turn around, it'll turn around. There's absolutely zero sign of this turning around. Not one. I've
3: got that so you, guess stuck in my head
2: of the dog sitting at the table hmm.
3: and there's flames everywhere and it's like
0: this is fine <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, mean, yeah. like,
0: honestly, I think the last last season certainly we were I think we were actually bottom after a few games or we were certainly in the bottom two I think even the season before we were maybe down near the bottom after a couple of games but it's like what you're saying you, you felt we're probably going to get out of this because you know maybe we've had a run of tough games maybe we've been unlucky you know, we've just lost the game by the odd goal. You've seen enough to think we're going to get out of this. The seven, well, what, seven league games, 11 when you count the, the, the League Cup, there's no, There's no reason to think that. Like, you, you're looking at the the games ahead and you're thinking, right, well, home to Peterhead, home to Clyde. Maybe we've got a chance of winning those games. I, I don't go into any away game thinking we can get anything. In most home games, I, I don't think so either. I've not
1: seen anything
0: that makes me think we can dig ourselves out of this.
1: Well, we already have a goal difference, of minus 12. Yeah, that, and we're not that's scoring. a shocker.
2: That's a shocker. I, I got I got a message from my mate. I'm just going to read it because I thought it was very good. Um, I still thought we could maybe get a few results and get close to eight with a rerun, but just can't see it coming from anywhere. We have no goal threat, no goal scorers, shite at the back and a keeper with tits. I have a 2-1 honours degree, but this is not needed to conclude that these ingredients do not make a good team, we will get relegated by ten to fifteen points no problem at all. And that's that's exactly where we're going. And and if we can't if the board are happy with that, that's fine. I, I don't, we, I don't as think fans, are. we're not we can not like,
3: ha- well the, there seems to be a lot of abandon about the board, right? And I, I'll I'll put my two pence in. And I think that the fact that we've got fans on the board they'll be hurting, right? But they need to pull the trigger and they need to pull the trigger now. Because if they don't, then it just looks like we're accepting that. Whereas if they come out now and go, look, we've given them X amount of games to, to turn this around, you know, because uh, previous service was rendered. And that's one thing I want to get on, on board as well. Like I say, Darren's delivered the most successful team in my lifetime, probably, in Duggan Gordon's as well, give or take. You know, like the wins over the Rovers, the... the, the the Chocolate Digestive Cup semi-final against uh, Ross County. You know, we've uh, we've had some big wins over some, um, some big teams um, as well. So it's a pretty good team to watch on the pitch as well. So like, you know, for a long time, I've defended, 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 I'm done. Totally done. Like if last week I wasn't over the edge, this week I'm literally plummeting. He has to go. He has to go.
0: About, about, about the board and Dan Young, like I was just, I was thinking about this because I was thinking back to what, was it 2019-20 When we were really kind of We were pushing We are really challenging At the top of the league For most of that way Through the season Yeah We had but a really good
1: start And then it just went downhill After the Mickey Mouse Irish Debacle
0: Yeah, Aye, fir- First half of that season We were playing Brilliant football Effective Good football We made the odd mistake We considered the odd so- the, the odd soft goal or It didn't really matter um, Because we were playing well And we were doing well And I started to think, like, well, about Darren Young, but it also goes to the board as well. You know, the board at the moment, I've, you know, anything I've said about them has been and I'm not going to take that back. But I think you've got this point where they've generally, now, you could say, you know, they've had a hand in that. But it's generally been good times. You know, we were were in the third division. We got promoted. We've generally been doing all right. Like we haven't in the past few years we haven't actually hit this spot of like we're actually in a shit. You know, it's time to it's time to kind of dig deep and what are we going to do about that. And Darren Young as well, part of me thought, you know, the the way that we played that season, the first half of that season, that's obviously the way he wants to play football, the way he tries to play football. Now maybe that's all right when, you know, you've got the budget and you've got the players there that can do that. But now, you know, it looks like we don't. We've lost players. It doesn't look like we can replace them. And on, if I look at Tim Barton, the things that stood out for me were good defence, back to front, hard-working, organised, they can defend set-pieces and they're a threat for set-pieces. That alone, you know, when, when you're kind of in the shit, that's what you fall back on. You, you have just that and you can do something with it. We don't have any of those things. I, I look at us and I don't see... Like, what are we trying to be? Are we trying to play the kind of football we did two years ago? That kind of, you know, possession-based, high tempo. We make a few mistakes. Doesn't you know? We, we get past that. Are we trying to be hard to beat, hard working? I just look at us and I think we. I don't see us. I don't have to see any kind of identity in the team at the moment.
2: But, Part but of that's my thing, Gordon. That, that's why I'm pointing the finger at the board because they're the only ones that can do something about this we can talk and talk and talk and talk about how this isn't working, this, we're, you know, we're going down, fans aren't coming back to the games, there's people I know who are just, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, i found something else to do. It, it It's, I, I, I'm I, not criticising the board because of them as people. I know, you know, two or three of them quite, well, not well, but you know what I mean, well enough to know they're very good people and East Fife through and through and the clubs at heart. I'm not going to go at that side of it. They're the only ones that can deal with this and I, I just, I think everything seems too nicey-nicey, and I just don't see it happening. It is my problem. And I, like I said last week, Darren was trying to get the air job and all that when his stock was high. Because managers can see sinking ships. They know when to get out. Do you know what I mean? In general, I think they can. They, they'll Because they'll discuss budgets for the next year well in advance of that season starting. They'll all get, you know, mm-hmm. sort of worked into what they're thinking and what all this sort of stuff. And I just yeah i just think he realized it was a sinking ship so the all he with again we mentioned he's not going to resign there's no way he'll resign yeah no no one's going to do it we can turn this around as if he he turns it around and then he he can start being labeled as a good manager again blah 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 so he's not going to resign so the only people that can do anything about it at the board if like i said last week come out and say we're so strugg- we don't have much money we're struggling to compete with the other clubs in this division, it's good. it's going to be a long, hard fight, but we're going to fight, blah blah blah. And I will instantly drop the darn young thing and instantly get behind the team because that's that's what you do as a support. If you're the if you've got by miles the tenth worst budget, what can you do is fight. We're not seeing that at the moment, but do you know what I mean? That, as fans, you can get on board with that. With this silence and like, oh, we'll not even announce the full-time scores because everyone will put comments. That's pathetic. Like it is completely we're we're allowed our opinion, and if you're putting stuff on social media when things are good and when things are bad, you you've got to put a full time result and let people put their wee comments. That's that's part and parcel of football yeah. nowadays. I, that was pathetic, like honestly, completely pathetic. And you, you saw it like it was in the lineup posts that people are putting their comments going that even that sort of stuff. That's that's just shying away from from the reality that is a stinking situation at the moment.
1: I mean. There's no point analysing the game much more, because like, as Lee said, there's no point dissecting every part of it, because a lot of it's the same every week, I mean, from that first goal onwards, it was a shambles, I, I still don't know why I didn't just put any foot on it and just clear it out of there instead of trying to take a touch in the box, just kick it into rolls rosé and just get the ball out of there, so we won't touch too much more in the game. Um, I want to read you Darren's comments from after the game that were in Fife today. And so he said, We're one nil down after three minutes from a cheap ball in behind. It's a good save from Scott Gallagher. And then it's the way our luck is going. Scott Mercer tries Fuck to off. clear it. The ball is in between his feet. After that, we started to come into the game. Then there's a controversial red card, which we'll look back at. Nothing is going for us at all.
0: That's, I mean... I like Dan Young as a person. I respect him. but you've got to say that's garbage. I mean,
1: no you can point out.
0: Yeah, I mean, this thing about luck. I mean, you don't, you don't lose two games on the bounce, with an aggregate score of eight 0 because you've been unlucky. It's you know, you know, there's some there's some quote I, I don't even know who it's from, but it's something like you know. It's funny, like you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Good teams get that bit of luck because it seem it looks that way because they're good. Bad teams, it sometimes looks like they're unlucky because they're putting themselves in positions constantly where they can fuck up. Like this thing about luck is complete shite, um, and that's you know that's not what I want to. Hear. That's not what I want to hear. It's not what anyone wants to hear. You don't want to hear excuses. You want to hear. You know, that's not good enough. We know it's not good enough. You know, at, at minimum, that's what you you need to hear. That you know it's not good enough.
1: Every single team, at the end of a season, you can look back at games and go, oh, didn't get a lucky break there, or that went against us, or, oh, if there was VAR, that goal wouldn't have counted, or that wasn't a sending off. And every team can say, oh, those points cost us, blah, blah, blah. So every team has good luck and bad luck. That is football. Looking at the stats for yesterday, we had thirty-two percent possession. Partly understandable because you're down a man. Eight shots, three of which were on target. Which, from the highlights, obviously is all I saw. I didn't see anything going on target.
3: No,
1: that just seemed I don't baffling. Remember anything. Obviously, it's tougher in those games to keep accurate stats for possession and stuff. But for shots and stuff, that's got to be accurate. But we'll talk a little bit more about Darren in a sec. Let's just wrap this up for the game and get the 3 ones. So, Doug and me probably won't pick them because we only saw the highlights. So, Gordon, get your three-two-one in now.
0: Three points, Stuart Murdoch. Um... He didn't play the whole game. He was playing. He started off playing sort of defensive midfield. He went to centre half when Higgins went off, and I thought he actually had a really good game. Thought we'd, we'd been missing him. Um, it was just he was just kind of class. Um, it gets much more difficult after this. Uh, two, I've given to Danny Denham. I kind of thought he did all right. I think, um, you know, he worked hard. Um, you know, that's thing you, you kind of criticise him and he, he does put a shift in.
1: Um One thing I'll pro- say about Denham, one of the highlights that was shown was he sends a cross or a shot into the box, it's saved or deflected, and the ball goes up in the air. The ball doesn't go out. And he doesn't thinks he's it's going it. out. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. But his head's yeah, down. Yeah. He's not even looking at the ball at that point. To me, that summed up the attitude Aye. of the players.
0: We, we, we switched off every player's they were still tracking the ball all our players seemed to go oh, that's out and just Ay. but and i've given one point to Dunsmore. um you know it just i feel like the one point could do anybody and nobody um you know there was bits that i thought aye he did all right i can't I can't really pinpoint anything he did wrong um he was all right that's it was hey, the exact same as
1: Gordon's by Oh the really? Day. I was going to say It was actually Dunsmore and not Denham that that happened to But
3: It, yeah. was, um, it means it's the exact same as, Oh that's as good Gordon's, I think for the first time ever um, Like, it, it, <sighs> Yeah Not much else that you could really say I mean there's two things that uh, There's two quotes that I could use To sum up East Fife And they're both round about the same things And I, I dug them out but dumb them out um, for today. So the Albert Einstein one, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That is that is East Fife right now. And another one that I say to my team, all the time at work, if you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you've always got. And again, that's East Fife. But no plan B, but doing the same things over and over again, not making the right changes has got us where we are. And you know to, to back Doug's, Doug's shout, shout safe board. If you're listening, you need to pull the trigger, at the very least, the very sorry, the very latest after the game on Saturday. Uh, but even then, if we manage to get a win against Clyde, that papers over the cracks. Um, yep. I think that the, the the decision needs to be made, and it needs to be made now. And I'm sorry, Dana, that is true.
1: Well. We actually have a breaking announcement to to play for our listeners, so let's quickly get over to that just now. Ladies and gentlemen, the next stop will be Division Two. Could all passengers please start making their way to the terminal? And we have a final call for Passenger Young. That's final call for Passenger Young. Thank you very much. Enjoy your flight. So huge announcement there. Let's hope, as Lee said, the board are listening. Now, since I was last on the show, the Whitecaps got rid of their manager after being on a 10-game unbeaten run. Five wins and five draws. We pulled the trigger and got rid of our boss because they lost a cup tie, 4-3 against lower league opposition, and the, the higher ups, the board were like, ah, we don't know that he's the guy that's really going to take us for this next push. And that's on the back of a 10 game unbeaten streak. Darren Young's record, and he's still here.
2: I think the fact that, I think the fact for like at least three or four of the last five weeks, it seems, we've genuinely struggled to come up with more than one, maybe two players in a 3 2 1. I mean, I mean, I, I, we're, and we're not exaggerating when we're saying that, yeah. As fans, because you, you do, you know, when players have played well, you can't even come up with two more than two names out of eleven who've even just done who've e- who've even just done all right. Do you know? It's not like they've been standard, they've just done all right. Is it, it says everything? The whole the whole teams just complete shambles. Yeah, uh, that's
3: a bit harsh. I think that like. You look at guys like Kev, who gives you 100% every week, Stuart Murdoch, 100% every week. But then, like, yesterday, it was like, right, who are we bringing on? Sean Brown. And I know this is going to sound so harsh on him, but his oh, signing Doug really was the beginning Doug of the hear end. hear this.
2: Let's watch yourself That is you? incredibly harsh.
0: I didn't actually hear what that was.
2: Oh, no, no, you, what you, you said, said is harsh.
0: His, his sign is like he's the horseman of the apocalypse. I think well, that you think is... About about it, it,
3: we, we, we lost Jack Hamilton, we brought in him, and he's done nothing, right? He's done nothing. And then we sign him. You're We're no Jack Hamilton. Yeah. but we, say, we sign him permanently after barely kicking his own ass. And then he, he comes in and... You know, where how many every, every games of the season? Granted, he was injured for a few, but he's not even he looked like scoring. He's not even he looked like creating anything. He him time. Did, but you did, know, he's he, not. Did he, he not,
1: buy not, a phone from your competitor or something? Probably. But you know, it's uh, not like it's not like we brought him in
0: from you know a championship team. He's going to be on a high high wage. He's somebody we brought in because we had about a million games in a three week period. We needed bodies. He was doing all right in the Lowland League. We brought him in, and you know, Dan Young has obviously thought there's enough about him to give him a chance. You know, to me, a player like that, you know, it's 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 not fair to kind of put that responsibility or that pressure on him. He, he, you know, clubs make signs at like this all the time, and you know, maybe maybe he does all right at League One, maybe it doesn't. You know, it, like the guy we signed from BSE Thomas Collins. Mm. You know, he came in. He didn't really break into the team. He didn't make an impact, and he dropped back down. That's not his fault. Hanging you know, like, the in of fun,
2: though. He's bottom. the, well, for bottom the, bottom the league. Says yeah, that's an issue. Oh, I could score goals for a goal winning. That, that's actually not true. But um, Sean
1: <laughs> Brown <laughs> was not a Jack Hamilton replacement. No, no, you you can't put that. that
3: right, kind of okay, let let me let me let me rephrase that and and, and try and bring yeah, it you in. Better. When when we signed him permanently, is what I mean. That I was a bit like that worries me. Like that's because, what, that's
0: the level we're going for. Yeah,
3: that that's what I meant by that. Like I'm like that's a concern but because when that's
0: we a, when we signed him permanently, we had Ryan Wallace. Um, we were Not just about to bring in McWiggin and we had Kev Smith. You could legitimately say that we signed him as a potentially fourth choice centre forward. And it was a bit of a choice. Or, you know, if we get injuries and stuff, we bring him in. You know, we can give him a chance and see how he does. You know, the, to me, there was no thought of, you know, we're going to throw him in and he's our main striker now, or he's our second striker. You know, if, if we're signing him as a fourth choice striker, that doesn't ring alarm bells in my head. Um, no. but at the, at the time we thought we had Wallace and McGuigan
3: right but, but, okay let, let, me, let me rephrase that we've got an under 20s team you try to tell me one of them is Nethaf's level
1: They've
3: quite possibly
1: I've
3: always, enough from him to prove to me that he's
2: worthy of being at our level I, I think yeah I, I always think you've got to be very careful with a sort of under 20 thing because a lot of these boys will be miles off that and I know Sean Brown is not, but he's not played much this year, be fairly. And by definition, you know, bombers will explode. He will, you know, give him time, Lee. He will explode. Quad B, Quad oh, B is gonna, he's gonna fire us to glory this season. You watch.
1: Oh, as long as his quad, quad does
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, true.
1: Right. If we're talking about strikers, let's be like brutally honest here. We are currently playing with our third choice striker that we went into the season with because we lost McGuigan, we lost Wallace. The board did give Darren Young money and we've, without rehashing what we've talked about the last few shows, so much of it went in the McGuigan basket and then he's gone. Surely that money is still somewhere around. But no,
0: because they brought in Semple and he brought in Connell and then but Connell got that- injured. The more damaging thing was not, maybe to me, not necessarily the money, but, um, you know, like, who you prioritise. So, could have been back in July or June. And Dan Young's obviously gone. Yeah, maybe McGuigan wasn't his first choice. But he's gone, you know, here, here's a list of guys that I want. And I want a centre-forward. One, two, three. Maybe McGuigan's two or three. You get him. And now you stop. You know, you don't go down to four. You don't go down to five. And now someone's taken those guys. You know the guys that if you couldn't, if you knew you wouldn't have got McGuigan, you would have went and got someone else. And now it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, of course it matters how much money you have, but we're not going to be offering thousands of pounds a week. It almost doesn't matter because you can't go back in time and get that guy.
2: Yeah, we we did we didn't do the right business early enough, and whether that's Young's fault or the board's fault between them, it's not worked in some shape or form. did, Did nobody
0: know, like you know, did nobody know that this was a a potential thing with Midwigan. Now, maybe nobody did know. Now, you know, you don't ask footballers, uh, you know, you've been applying for any PhDs with Celtic recently that might, you know. Of course, it's not a question you ask, but yeah. part of me thought, did, did we did we know that he might that was something he was thinking about doing? Did he say to us Hopefully I'm not happy because for you, but
1: if if they if he indicated that in any way, shape, or form, you walk away. Yeah, it's just not worth the risk. You've already yeah. had last season. Where you've got the guy that's doing everything for you get recalled from his loan, so you know like whoever we get, we need to have a guy that's going to be here for the whole season. Or, or it's so or good that he gets bought in the the winter transfer window, and then we get cash to go and and buy someone else. But
2: I mean, but the I think again we've talked about it before, and Lee will probably touch more on it at some point because he'll inevitably mention him. But I mean, Wallace going was a massive, massive blow. Yeah, it's yeah. a huge blow. He's not getting you 25 goals a season, but he's probably getting you, you know, 12 to 15. And right now, that sounds like a prolific striker for us. I, I said it before, but probably but Clyde, not
1: enough to get us points. That's the other sad but, thing because we have to keep the I've ball said, out of the net.
2: Yeah, I know, but it gives you something, you know, who knows how long Connell's out for because the club won't tell us. But you look, Clyde's again, we talked about it before, Clyde's a perfect example. Very, very poor team, but they've got one genuinely very good player Aye. and scoring pretty much all yep. their goals. And they'll a, stay a league, up because of
0: that. A, a League Two team and a Premier League striker. Yeah.
2: You yeah. Know, that, exactly. And that's enough to keep it. And I'm not right. suggesting, Gordon, that we can get a guy like that because we can't no. and very few teams do. But we are so toothless. Like, we're so, so toothless. All over the park, really. Well, I mean, are as is, so- is,
3: is, is, is like Wallace coming back from up front, collecting the ball, then having the guile to drive us forward. But, you know, there's nobody driving us forward in that team. Nobody. Again, the ball goes up to Kev. Kev will try and hold it up as best he can or it's going over his head because the pass is so weak. I mean, if you look at our lineup from yesterday, we were playing five across the midfield and that was Murdoch, um, Miller, Denham, Newton and Osea Bonsu. And there's not one of them an attacking player. You my thing is, Lee... a degree, but I mean, he's on a flank, so he's, he's probably not going to impact
2: too much. My, um, my, my slight disappointment was that, like, we know Conor McManus is going to be a bit of a frustrating player, but he, he had a very, very good game against Peterhead. He's obviously not played great last week, but he's dropped him and brought Newton in. And it, the whole point in signing Kieran Miller was you've, you've then got that steel in midfield to let someone play. I don't think Liam Newton's that guy. I no, generally don't. He's, a,
3: he's, a, he's another Miller.
2: Yeah, so so you need... McManus is the only guy that's got any form of creativity, really. He just couldn't do it initially because there was no one there with him to do the donkey work, as we talked about. So to just... Maybe he had an injury, we'll never know, but to just sort of drop him, I don't know, it just... You can start rotating certain positions for the sake of it, but like we say... He can't be doing that because he's playing Dunlop every week. Who's making a mistake every week? He's playing Gallagher, who's making mis- mistakes every week. It's just, it's this is as oh, this is as low as <laughs> as a fan I've felt for years. As in, yeah. it's the first yep. time I've looked at our team this early in the season and just gone, we're really, really crap, like really mm. crap, and we're gonna. Uh, I cannot see how we'll be anything other than bottom by quite some distance. I mean, we keep saying it and we shouldn't be saying it at this stage of the season. But you go into that Clyde game at home next week, anything other than a win, and we're in massive trouble. We are in massive trouble, but anything other than the win, and we're in serious, serious trouble. And I can't see it. I just can't see it.
1: It's an absolutely massive game. Like looking at the standings as they, they currently are. So we're bottom in four. Peterhead above us on 6, Clyde above us on 8. So if you're looking like even like right now getting into that relegation playoff spot seems like a dream and like what you really want to go for. So you're hoping that you want to overtake Clyde and Peterhead. So it's 4 points behind Clyde just now. A win on Saturday you're just one. Lose that, you're already 7 points behind them. And it's it's hard to see how you're you're going to come out of that. It's, it's must
0: win, and, and also for the point of view that after this round of games, we'll have played Clyde and Peterhead at home. Mm. So next round of games, we're going to wait at Clyde and Peterhead.
1: Now, and I we've shot sixteen goals and four away games yeah, so far.
0: We've already thumped Peterhead at home. I, I can I can at least visualise as the possibility of beating Clyde at home. Am I confident of going away to wait, Clyde or Peterhead? Absolutely not. So th- this game is uh, aye, already ridiculously early in the season, but already uh, is a must win. And, I
3: don't know about you guys, but as you look around the, 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 the other teams, right, and you see, you see Clyde getting a result against Queen Pat. Now, granted, we did as well, right? So take them away. But you see, like all the other teams are, are able to to go and get points. Like Dumbarton were away to Falkirk, and then beating them, it's a brilliant result. And um, people taking points at the likes of Cove and and Montrose, and like all the other teams seem to be getting results, and we're not. You know,
2: but that, also that, Lee, it, it's the manner as well because I, th- I think we're Clyde, not two 0 down against Greenspark. Have I made that up?
0: No, they, they were one 0 up, and then two yeah. one down, and then but, but
2: again, then that, two, but, two but, that yeah. but that shows fight. Yeah, that shows fight. And it shows that when teams are going down, they'll f- I just don't think we've got that just now. Yeah. I mean, Clyde, for me, if he's fit all season, they're not even in the conversation to go down. They won't because they've got, that's all you need. That's generally all you need. In a, in a kind of eeksy peaksy kind of season where there's a lot of teams who are decent and there's going to be teams taking points off everyone, which it will generally, that's how what happens in this league. That, that is all you need. They will, they will definitely stay up. Definitely.
1: Right. Again, looking at the table, Queen's Park are top on 13, Falkirk are 7th on 10. So you've got three points between the top 10. So next week's game's massive for Clyde as well. Clyde win that, they're thinking, okay, we're in the mix, we're in the top eight, and there's hardly anything to pick between it. They lose that, and they know that they're in a three-horse race with Peterhead and ourselves, with one definitely going down, one possibly going down. Yeah. So they're they're they'll, up for this next they, week. They'll think if we can if we
0: can go and beat East Five next week, the odds that East Five catch us are suddenly really small. That's a massive game for Clyde. If they can come and beat us,
2: you know. I've, I've, I think. Like, yeah, I, I think as well. Though, see when you read you're on like Pie and Bob, when and you read away fans' thoughts after watching you, it's. Role, they've got no creativity no, and it's like yeah we, we, yeah. we know but, but everyone's saying that some people, um, that they but some people right. don't seem to know sadly but the thing is is,
3: is, is is if you are if you're the board or you're Jim Stevenson you, you've got to be thinking if we make this decision now and we're and, and say that you know they must be thinking in the back of their mind who they would like to come in go right okay Let us make this decision Monday morning. Let us make the call Monday afternoon. Let us get the deal done Wednesday. Manager could take his first training Thursday. He takes over the team on Saturday. And then, you know, the whole atmosphere on Saturday changes because the fans are like, right, there's a new manager. They're behind us. The players are like, right, there's a new manager with new ideas. They're ready to go. And all of a sudden there's that, that, that potential for a change in momentum. If yes. we don't do that, if we don't do that, Bayview is going to be a cesspit on Saturday. Yeah. Well imagine if going we one
1: down, a... Clyde. It's going to be yeah. a lion's den.
3: It'll one... be an the... absolute We lion's go one dead.
1: down, Darren's still in charge. That is just uh, gonna well, be able... you feel like, like that's
0: th- that's the moment that that yeah. things will start to turn a bit ugly. Like, you can feel it. Um, and there's been other managers in the past where it's happened and you can just feel it like on Saturday, if if we're losing a half time or we concede the first goal. You can just see it,
2: um, but that's but that's where I feel it, bad though. It.
0: It's, yeah, it's but
2: that, how bad it'll be. but that's where I feel bad. I, I still feel bad for the guy. I do because I, I'm watching 11 players in the park that I know are not good enough in my, in my opinion to keep us in this league. So yeah, it's it's so easy to to just blame him for assembling that squad, but then if you've not got the the money to get anything better, it's very, very difficult. The, the only thing that sort of pushes me more towards Darren going, and I'm firmly in that camp now, is just the manner of defeats. And that says a lot about how the team's getting motivated, etc. And also the fact that fans are sort of shying away from games, which has always been a big worry of mine. Yeah, um, We, I, we can't know, afford to go Ryder, down. Ryder Cup on Saturday. You know, Ooh, watch Ryder right Cup weekend? or uh, or or go to Bayview and listen to people berate <laughs> a team for ninety minutes. It's it's not we're not we're just really really not in a good place. And there's no. as I say, there's only a group of a group of fine men that can do anything about it. But I mean, but, something but,
0: I want to you know is like you know have have the you know the team conclude the management in that have they kind of sat down at some point? Now we'll never know this, but. They, have they sat down and sort of had this discussion between them of, like, look, things are going fucking shite. Like, what are we What are we going to do about it? What are we doing wrong?
1: They, no. they must have. Or you would you, expect you would, them to have.
0: You, you would expect that. But if, if that's happened, like, you know, it doesn't look like anything has changed. It doesn't look like the attitude has changed. Because, I, like, I mean, it's not on the same level at all, but I used to play football years ago, it's just, like, really low-level kick about Sunday league stuff but our team like you know we lost every game uh, almost at one season we weren't getting cuffed like 10-0 and stuff and we sort of just like right this is terrible so one night we're like we'll go to the pub and we'll just talk about it and we're like right this is terrible this is how we're going to play this is what we're going to do like let's give out this really good effort and we we're playing a team that was top of the league much better than us uh we still got beat we got beat 3-2 but you felt like Something had changed. Like there's a bit of a there's a bit of a buzz about there's it. It a bit of an effort just because we'd had that, um, just kind of talk about it. And you're like, have they done that? Because it doesn't look like you, you, you couldn't pinpoint a point where it looks like anything like that has happened. It's always
2: heads down.
0: Ugh, you know.
2: But do you not get? You, I always get the feeling that that Darren seems quite a likable guy, and that the players yeah. would want to like, like m- do their best for him. Do you know what I mean? Michael and I have,
3: have have spoken to Dan on a few occasions, and look, personally, he's, he's, he's a really really nice guy, and, and that's where I feel so bad. But you, equally, you need to take a personal feeling out of it and look at it objectively. And objectively, one win and eleven isn't good enough. And that that's matter of fact. That's not you know we're you know we're you know the the sort of fan that I've called out in the past and being fickle. You know this is matter of fact. One win and eleven, no away wins. And you know, since we beat Forfar, who were the worst team in the league by a country mile last year, you know that, that's and we made that bad. one
1: difficult as well in the end.
2: Exactly. But See, also, it's, you, it's lo- it's you look at you look at League Two, and I do it all the time with horror. Honestly, I, I hate looking at that League Two table because I look at Stennis Muir, who bottom, and think, that God, they awesome. only got re- they only got relegated. Yeah. Like two years ago. Well, Stren down
1: there with them as
2: well. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's how easy it is. And it's imagine, so easy to drop straight. Imagine down. being a Muir fan now, going, Oh shit, we, we we're we're in big trouble of going out yep. pretty much of existence. It's like oh, you, it, you, you look you've at got the bottom of so careful
1: And it right now it looks like it's Stenny, Strunrahr or Cowden that's going down if things stay as they are. Now two of those teams, as you're saying, were in playing us, and then all of a sudden, you It's it's that quick to happen now, and it's it's great for Scottish football, but when you're a club like us, it's fucking mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah. I'm oh, there's no
0: like you.
3: Um, i I'm sorry. I just got a notification from East Five FC's Facebook page. Right. it says that our next match is against Clyde next week. Um, yeah. So. But. Some of the comments on there, and, and, and do you want to know what, love them or loathe them, I think Scott Young's absolutely bang on. Those thinking of boycotting, don't be silly, go to the game and help the club when they're down. Take the good with the bad and support the club through thick and thin, 100%. Now, oh,
2: absolutely.
3: Genuinely, I can't make it next Saturday, but you know if i if i was able to go 100% i would be there there's a lot of people saying that they'd love to come but they won't go till they've been sacked etc etc and then martin black who is a massive east five fan has come out and said i hope that the so called supporters who want to boycott it make it permanent you won't be missed it's a difficult time just now, but taking it out on players who, despite the doom merchants, have given their best. If you can't support the team all the time, then carrying out your infantile threats, alternatively try growing a pair and putting your toys back in the
1: pram. Strong words.
0: But <laughs> I mean I mean, I, I I think his his first sentence is totally wrong. You won't be missed. You absolutely fucking will be missed. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I, between, I don't think we're a club that can afford NFL to say team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean if we if we go down to uh, Average gates of two, three hundred We're in Lowland League, easy, that's it Done, it's just a matter of time We cannot And there's so many own. teams
1: in the Lowland League That's yeah. got more ambition and bigger crowds yeah. And bigger budgets than us No,
0: no. Lowland
3: League teams don't have ambition They have money and let's not get money mixed up With ambition um, there, there, is, there is definitely an argument It's a bit of that.
1: both though because the, the, there's, That's there's, why there, the money's there's, there's, there, because they're ambitious
0: There's a group of clubs who Don't have you know, don't have sugar daddies, all the rest of it. You're looking at clubs like not even just in the Lowland League, but you're looking at like Bonnie Rigg Rose, Okinacht Talbot, Clyde Bank, Pollock.
1: Yeah. You know, they've they've cool. got
0: they've got decent crowds. Now if you drop below average of something like five hundred, you know, that's putting you below clubs like that. We we and crowds are the most important thing. You can
3: yeah.
0: say what you like, but if you have a decent um sort of reliable supporter base, you'll be all right. Once you drop down to that sort of Rovers, Cowden Beast level, you're just fighting against the inevitable. They will be down at some point, and they will not be coming
1: back. Look at teams like Airdrie. They've still held a not-bad supporter base, but considering where they were a few years ago, it's dipped. Falkirk's another team right now. Just now they're holding their their supporter base... Another season, another couple of seasons Not getting out of this league Those fans start to drop off
0: They don't look yeah. like they're going to get out of this year either No oh, so... Like, like Airdrie, you know, just, just in the past 20 years Airdrie have dropped down a level Like they have fundamentally They were a championship club And potentially, you know, you go back 20 years They were a championship Potentially looking yeah. to get into Premier League club, maybe that's 25 years Now they are solidly not a championship club they don't have championship uh, support. Nothing. They are they are a League One club now. They have dropped down completely. Look at the some you know? of the grounds in our division, like Broadwood,
3: beautiful stadium, like absolutely beautiful stadium, Airdrie, beautiful stadium, Falkirk. Beautiful stadium. You know these are stadiums built for the Premier League, and they're yeah. beside us now. You know our stadium has been and will be a shambles probably for eternity because I don't think we'll ever have the money to to rejuvenate
1: it. Um, and you know I don't the, think we have the fan base to fill it either. It kind of goes hand in hand as well because you get more fans in, you get a bigger budget to give to the players.
3: Yeah, like you I said, and a, a few of the, the, the shows in the past, if you're a casual fan right now, do you go and watch East five scrape a horrible draw or maybe a win or potentially a defeat against Clyde, or do you go, mm, no, I'm going to go and watch Kelty, who's definitely going to win, they're going to play attacking football, there's going to be goals. Yep. Which one do you go to? Because uh, it's, it's a no-brainer.
1: Well, like, look at you and me, Lee. We grew up in Glenrothes. Now... Yeah. You, you chose East Fife, you've spoke about this before, your, your dad, avid East Fife fan. I made the choice just because I'd watched Hebs East Fife on BBC Sports Scene, wanted to go to the cup replay, someone took me, I've been a an East Fife fan ever since. If you grow up now in Glenrothes, you've so many choices of who you want to support. If you're a young father and you want to take your boy or girl to the football or a couple of kids... Do you take them to watch what we're watching just now? When you could go to see Wraith, you could go to see Dunfermline, you could go to see Kelty. You've got Premier teams just either side of the bridges. Even Glenrothes are playing beautiful football and getting some good results and it's cheaper to go and do that as well. It's tough to attract new fans to be East Fife fans. So going back to what Martin said, yeah, you will be missed. Because if you're already the hardcore and you're pissing off the hardcore, you're where's, where's this like, new generation like, like of fans some, coming from?
0: Somebody that goes to, you know, the, there are people that have gone to East five games and they've, you know, they've attended games. There are people that have attended for decades, decades and decades, longer than I've been alive. If you look at those people, how much, how valuable are they to clubs like East five?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you almost can't even put a number on it. Utterly invaluable you Those are the guys lose. That
1: spend money In the club shop yeah. Maybe become yeah. volunteers In their later and, years and,
0: and it's year after year After year after year You cannot lose Hardcore fans like that It is so difficult Exactly what you're saying It's so difficult To attract people like that You know if you're looking At people who are Lifelong East 5 fans How valuable would it be To attract say 10 extra Lifelong East 5 fans Per year I mean God, that, that's almost impossible to do. Yeah. You can't afford to throw them away. It's ridiculous. Uh, you, you look at guys that we've known for years
3: not attending games. The, the, you know, Paul Galloway, Tony Charletta, like these guys, staunch, staunchest five men going, I'm not going to go and watch that on Saturday because they don't agree with the manager in charge, right? And then you've got some of the younger lads on social media saying they're not going until he's out. And these are the guys that'll go to the games, they'll buy their shirts, they'll go to the, the pie stall and give us all that additional revenue and you know I I don't blame them for not wanting to go I really don't but one thing I did actually really like was somebody on Twitter had said you know they're not going to pay the price of Airdrie and Stephen Mill actually commented tell you what I'll pay your ticket because he couldn't make it, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. And that's what supporting a club like East 5 all about. You know, just that sense of community, that family atmosphere and stuff. And, and that's brilliant. And, and major kudos to, to Stephen Mill for doing that.
1: Or Stephen Mill hated the guy. Or Stephen, was it Stephen Gill or Mill? <laughs> Mill? Mill. Mill. So maybe he hated the guy and said, I want you to suffer. <laughs>
0: sit, sit through
2: 90 minutes of that. He's actually yeah. a
0: complete sadist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 for me, there's 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 kind of two chains of thought. I don't think fans should be that powerful. That it's the thought of fans just voting with their feet. I don't like. I don't. someone not good about that because you then start forcing. Because there's been people who didn't like Dan two years ago when we were doing very yeah. very well and refusing to come back until he's gone. You who are now obviously saying, "See, I told you." Which is, you know, fantastic in hindsight, but I don't know. This it is that thick and thin, and you know, if if you want to, if you're wanting to watch winning football all the time, you, you why are you an East Life fan? Because that's never been the case. So it's it's difficult. I, I don't think it it should be as simple as people staying away means the board have to do something. It no. kind of does force a no. hand a bit, but yeah, we I mean, should we shouldn't, we shouldn't two, have two,
0: that power really. Two years ago, I think if somebody was. You know, vocal on the internet about oh get darn it i think there was this feeling that you're like ah oh, you know you're probably the kind of person that's just going to want we every manager it. out ah, you know and you know and we, maybe have, you have we have supporters like extreme. that uh, look look supporters you know you talked about some of the guys on the board as well but being sort of black and gold tinted specs every club's gonna have the same you're gonna have this spectrum you're gonna have some people club can do no wrong manager can do no wrong players can do no wrong everyone's brilliant all the time you know next week will be better And then on the other end, you have some guys who are, you know, I I can remember um, when we won the league with Dave Bakey, I think either we lost or just didn't win two games in a row. And there was folk, you know, absolutely spitting teeth at Dave Bakey, shouting at him as he came off the park. And it's like, that is mental. We are like 15 points clear at the top of the league. We've been beaten by our broth. And, you know, you're like, Straining at the barrier, really like you're going to have a go at this guy. You'll always have fans who are like that, yeah. For them, football's their release. What's that most folk, uh-huh. most folk are in the middle, and it's you know, you can just tell when you've lost the folk in the middle, that's that's different, yeah. Um, and it feels to me that's like even, even people who you know. Are not quick to go. Yeah, I think we're like, all kind of guys in the middle. Um,
3: I think we like not going to include Michael in this because he's definitely a trigger happy guy, but like we <laughs> we we supported Darren consistently, consistently. Like, you know, he's done a great job last, blah 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 blah. But when you lose the guys like us, that's it, and, and yeah. there's no getting there's no getting me back, just like I'm sure. And even up until a couple of weeks ago, I was probably the, the first um, domino to fall out of the three of us. But you two guys were literally, you know, hanging on to a thread and that if that thread's gone, then that needs to be at the, st- at
2: at the same at the same stage, like I mean I I can I can turn around on this.
0: Yeah.
3: Like
2: Oh yeah, if you we know, go it, up the table, it, if, I'll
0: be like I, yeah. I want it to turn around. I want us yeah. to go and win the next seven games I, in a row. Uh,
2: Absolutely. I, I, I really I no, of course it's not. But I, I really like Darren Young and I would like him to stay as East Fife manager, but not while this is happening, because it's not good enough. Yeah. So I, I as want, I say, yeah I, I want I want things to change. Full stop, whether that's manager or not, then something something has to change. Simple as that.
0: I want Dan Young to be successful, at East Fife. You know, I'm not this is not it's not some personal thing. It's not like yeah. I just don't like the guy, and I want him out. Or you know, he's done something or said something, and that's put me against him. You know, if if we win against Clyde, I will be over the moon. If we go and beat Falkirk the week after that, over the moon. If he gets us out of this, brilliant. Um, it's not a, it's not anything like that. It's just I've I've switched over to not thinking, not thinking he's the guy to get us out. It's of when
2: yeah. you, it's when you can't see it. Yeah. And that that comes down to manner of defeat. So if you can see the fight, if you can see, then you can get on board with that. When you when that starts going, and you can't see that, that's when you're like, well, what, you know, we're pushing against the wind here. You know, there's not there's very little you can do, um, and that's when you've got. I, I think I, I do. I think the board have got are in a very very difficult position. Uh, the, the only, the,
3: there's only one position they can be. Um, and well, they can't be happy. They can't no.
1: be happy. No, but unless no.
3: they've got you know, unless they've got a, a grand idea something that's going to change. Then you know, are they going to pull out a you know an incredible signing that's going to rejuvenate the fans? But
2: the thing uh, is, Elite, I I honestly think I think we need like six first team players. Like you know, what I mean, it's and like, we're not going to get the, that by the end of September. Oh no uh, We're, well, so we're absolutely probably... from injury Yeah but do you know what I mean in terms of like I think we're that far away for me It's not like we're a goal scorer away Or we're, I think we're I think we're miles away personally From, from where we need to be Yeah,
3: well I mean really looking at the the players to come in Swan in uh, Swan in? <laughs> Swan in uh, would be Swanson um, Connell
1: I take it we've had no updates on, on Swanson no, it's no. questions, uh, semi-question. Oh, semi-question
2: sorry. Exactly. Um, same, same with poor Connell, who, you know, nothing. Not one word. It, they didn't even say he's pulled a hamstring, which we all know it was something like that. But, nothing. it's terrible. Like, I've, said the it for, stu- I've said it for years. that It's terrible, the communication in and, and that like, side of it.
0: Forward. Like, Stuart Murdoch just turns up in the team yesterday. You're like, all right. I mean, I had no idea whether he here yeah. for six months or six weeks or whatever. Chris Higgins... Um, I don't think he was a sub But he was training he No he was, on the, he was
3: on the bench yesterday Was
0: he on the bench I mean I, I noticed him running about And you're like alright yeah. Well You know then, you, just, you notice players are back When they're just in the team and you're like alright Yeah And then Slattery
3: Like God love him Wasn't even in the squad yesterday Was he? Yeah.
0: When was the last time he wasn't in the
3: squad? because yeah, we don't know
1: was he, Is he injured? Was it a Covid related thing? Was he just out of favour And dropped altogether? Which I don't think it probably Would have been that Considering we're at bare bones no.
0: No. no, I mean, there's actually. guys like, you no, know... No, Sl- no like, Slattery,
3: I'm surprised he's not tried them up front yet. No,
0: I think be like, the only position he's not played. Like, Slattery was, <laughs> Slattery was one of our best players against Dumbarton. You know, there's no way I think you could justify saying, ah, you're at the team because of that. You know, same. him. You're too good for this team.
2: The, and the, <laughs> the fact that he said he was going to base it on training... Training, I yeah. Would, I would imagine Pat Slattery will be a very hard-working trainer. I know, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, I don't think you would go, yeah, you're actually been stinking Tuesday and Thursday, you're out of the squad. So, I could only assume he's picked up a knock. But again, we'll never ever know these
0: uh, things. I mean, it could be some, you know, it could be a personal thing, work thing, whatever. I assume it's that, but we don't know because, you know, you're yeah. not
1: told. I obviously am a little bit out of the loop. What, what are other teams like at a lower level? Are they good for updating fans with injuries and stuff? I'm spoiled here because everything's so out in the in the fucking open as to, oh, this player tweaked this at training on Monday. He might be back on Thursday or he might be missing. So we get all these updates. Are other teams good at letting you know, or oh, this guy's out, or is it just us or is it a common thing in, at our level? I don't know. I've no idea. Because we might be I complaining mean, about something that no other team actually does. I mean,
0: it's just... Sort of Common thing. decency. Like maybe, like maybe they don't, maybe they don't give these updates all the time. But I feel like maybe, you know there'll be an interview somewhere where the manager will say, "Oh, it's mm. this," and about for so many weeks. And we don't seem to do that. And I don't know whether it's a deliberate but, choice. I,
2: a, I, I think maybe. my thing is, I think my thing is, for a lot of people, well, probably less so me now than maybe you know when I was twenty or whatever. East Fife plays a big part of your week. Like, it's a big part of your life. Genuinely is. So, you know, when you lose a game on a Saturday, you know, it used to kind of ruin part of your weekend. Now you just brush it off. But for some people, it will. You know, during the week, you'll be thinking about this and that. And you start looking ahead towards your weekend after your work and this game. And I just think that's where you need that little bit of, like, common decency to just update fans now and again. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know, from training on Tuesday night, the squad trained great, really well. Blah blah blah. So and so was missing with this. That guy was missing with this. We're hoping this guy's back for Saturday. Something as simple as that. And it's that thing again. Like you want people
0: involved. You need people to be involved. If if somebody feels that he's faced this massive part of their life, and then they start to feel like, uh, you know, I could take it or leave it, and then it moves to I'd rather not. That's that's catastrophic for the club. And honestly. Yeah. I'm not joking. One person doing that is a major blow to club like this Well, I'm,
3: I'm going to mention two to two involved. people and as soon as I say their names, you'll know you would always see them home and aways and Andy and Isla English. You'd see them yeah. every home game, every away game and the pair of them are scurried. I, I said to Isla on Saturday, like fancy I jump through Airdrie, I'll take the car. She's like, nah, I'm going out for my lunch. <laughs> now, if you've got somebody like Isla, who is literally one of the most hardcore these fans you'll get, and she's feeling like that, if we're feeling like that, if, you know, I will go out, it's almost a sense of duty now. You know what I mean? Or I'll watch us in a sense of duty. I, I personally, and I'm going to say it again, and I think we should probably try and wrap this up because we're yeah. eight minutes in again. We have to make that decision. But this, if this pod comes out tomorrow tomorrow uh, today it I
1: needs to be made today I fully expect the board to meet on Monday night because I think Monday night is when they tend to have a lot of their meetings I expect them to meet I expect them to get rid of darn for a couple of reasons one because of what we've talked about I know Doug's shaking his head he doesn't see it Th- they know what Saturday's going to be like and they know what the crowd's probably going to be like so the way to get a little bit of a feel-good factor is to make that change 100%. and get some fans back. The, so I they, think they'll they, do that. They can't they afford to go down. If we go down financially, it's huge because you're missing the likes of Falkirk bringing fans, Airdrie, all these teams that's, that's bringing fans. You're going to get nothing from...
0: I, I I, think the board, like, like Doug kind of said, my guess would be is that they are sort of on that extreme end of optimists, that they... They don't think if we're things dull. keep going the way they are, we're going down. We can get out of this. We can get out of this. You know, when the injured players come back, we'll get out of it. I think I they don't, think that. I, we, surely we
3: potentially, potentially got a board member coming on to do the show um, or to do an interview with a couple of us um, at some point next week. And if that decision hasn't been made, then these are the questions that, that they're going to have to answer. Because it, quite frankly, you know, we... We are the voice of the fans, right? This is the whole point of this podcast was to get to give us initially it was for interviews, but the whole part of doing the, the fans whole part was to, to give the fans a voice. And if the, the over like when I put the thing out on Twitter it was let us know your thoughts. And the amount of messages that we got was more than we've ever had. And Michael's nodding his head because he agrees with me. And it was overwhelming. I mean, even things like the club shop being empty. And like literally I went in with my dad um, The last home game I was going to get the B one A strip And I was just like The, the whole club shop's empty and, and people are going there To try and spend their money And can't even do that Because the club shop's empty mm. You know there's, there's loads of questions That the, the board are going to have to ask But the big one Is the, one, the only one people care about Is Why are we accepting failure And why are we ex- and, and why are we not Making a change When a change is clearly needed And I've said it already And I think it's The perfect way to finish it Bayview will be an absolute cesspit unless we've got a change made for Saturday. And if yep. we want to change the tide and, and make momentum happen, get the, the, the horrible decision that... It, it, honestly, it does hurt because I do like and He's a great guy, but we need to make that decision. He needs to leave, and we need to have somebody in place by the end of the week. And hopefully the board know who it is that they want. They go out, they make it happen, get them in place for Saturday and then, you know, I'm sure that Bayview will be a little bit fuller because a, a lot of the people that have said that they're not going till he's back or whatever, you know, there is their chance to be like, right, okay, you know, we got what we wanted. They get back into the ground on Saturday and we'll roll the boys onto victory.
1: I, I still think a lot of the folks that say they won't be back still won't be back, even if we make the change. It's like they'll find another excuse not to be back which is possibly the results. But the reason I think it has to be done this week, and then we'll, we'll wrap this up, is if they don't do it this week, and we win on Saturday, as Gordon said, paper's over the cracks. At some point, we're going to have to make the decision in a couple of weeks down the line, by which time the transfer window, or the, the loan window, is closed, you're going to have to wait to January to bring in new players. And if you're waiting January, we're fucked.
2: I can absolutely guarantee you there will not be one word of correspondence from East Fife this week before Saturday. Oh. No chance. I,
1: I'm, I'm not confident to enough to have a bet with you, but let's see.
0: I've got a question. When did Dan Young apply for the air job? Can anyone remember? Can anyone remember uh, the yeah. month? Twenty oh, twenty. I'm just wondering we, if we it were kind doing of our show. But, I think,
1: weren't we? Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe. Oh, mm-hmm. It would have been when Mark Kerr got sacked. I was just wondering if it kind of coincided with anything like that. Like, you know, a bit of a drop in form or, you know, us not being able to play football away from Bayview. I don't think so. Because as I said mm-hmm. before,
1: if he the way for him to get his move is to be superb at his wife and then you get your move.
0: But, but, but I kind of wonder if, uh, you know, in the players' minds, that's just
1: gone like, hmm, you know, maybe I'm not. I, I don't know that we can fill a vacancy as quick as Lee wants it either. Like, even no, if, we, we, if, we, we if we fire him on Monday, no, it's like, no, no. if you if you act really quickly and fill that vacancy, that might not be the best thing for I'm, us I'm, either.
3: I'm going to curveball it, right? And, I'm, and I could be totally, totally wrong, so don't hound me. But I'm sure that when Naismith left, Barry Smith was in quickly. And when Atreson went... Gary Naismith came in quickly. Yeah, he definitely did. And yeah. when Jury left, John Robertson was in within 24, 48 hours. So we've got the ability to, to to make it happen. I don't think that we're likely to take a manager from another team. I don't think that we're in a position to do that mm-hmm. and take compensation and all that I, sort of stuff. But if we have a agent, then we could act quickly.
2: Could has like it often been people that are connected at the club, though? Like Naismith was are-
0: Barry, yeah, Sp- Barry Smith wasn't. Mm. I think Williams. you're right. Actually, I think we've acted quite quick. Actually, quicker than I would expect. I have this idea that we probably wouldn't act very quickly. Yeah. But I think you're right. Historically,
2: we have. Actually. We won't. We won't act. Mark my words. Yeah, and and and
0: you know we've not sacked. Yeah. Well, like I said, we've not sacked a yeah. manager since H. And and to be honest, that was a.
1: <laughs> and That was long overdue as well. So. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, right. he was the, sh- the shortest, shortest Smith manager in history, and long overdue second. Gordon, but, but... Gordon
2: you're, uh, as a quick update, you're now six to four with McBookies You're getting ever closer <laughs> to the top of that pecking order. Sc- that's because I put
1: a <laughs> grand on him. They know well, something. Lee hasn't but, checked her empty but, bank account yet.
0: First day, right, boys? We're going out for a pint. No Tuesday training. We're going out for a pint. We're just chatting about. Have yeah, a chat. Have a co- chat have a about what's going
2: wrong?
1: I'm like gonna <laughs> really get open? drunker
0: and angrier as
1: the evening goes on. <laughs> right, that's an hour and a half. I thought it'd be an hour, but it's, it's good. It's good to talk, as they, they used to say in the old days. <laughs> let's see what next. Well, let's see what this week brings. Let's see what next weekend brings. Let's see which of us four actually make the show next week. I'm I'm on the fence. We'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'll probably, probably be there. In. I've got no plans. It's my wife's birthday on Friday. I'm already going out to commentate on a college game. So,
2: especially if there's a poor bastard coming on to speak to us.
1: <laughs> oh ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on that. if,
3: if that's likely to happen, I think that'll be a a evening um, a evening this, a evening uh, a, a weekday evening. Um, but the one is the majority of questions that we'll answer, ask will be ones directly from our listeners. We, well, we can have our own.
2: But... Can I? Uh, are we going to do quick predictions? Yeah.
1: Let, let's let's finish with quick predictions and any final Eight. words. Let, let's start with Doug.
2: Uh, I didn't want you to start with me. It was just <laughs> was just my decision to say let's do All it. All right, uh, then. Let's start with Gordon. Uh, thank you. Doug, I, are you still top of your prediction league? Uh, no, I didn't have a good week this week because uh, I said... uh Maybe I said 3-0, but I said 2-0 to Airdrie. I don't know. He's not updated it yet. I don't know if I've
0: just gone mental or if I've just had too much wine, but I think we're gonna beat Clyde. I think we're gonna beat Clyde 2 1. Let me see the bottle of red Bee, but, uh red <laughs>
3: you
1: that's the oh, second yeah. bottle. <laughs> I mean you fucked uh, yeah, definitely the
2: hammer 2 1 Clyde.
1: Two one Clyde come uh, on I'll Doug. go for an
2: uh, I'll go for an Archbishop Desmond.
1: Oh a two two <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm going to go for 2-0 to Clyde I just cannot see us scoring Clyde have shipped 15 goals this year, we have shipped 19 so I don't know, it could be a really high scoring okay. game but I'm going to go with 2-0 Clyde game. How many goals
3: have we
1: scored? Uh, I think it was 7 yeah, 7, scored. so we're averaging scored 1 a game the least.
0: We scored the least and conceded the most in the yeah. league That's <laughs> relegation <probably>. fodder
1: Yeah <laughs> Uh, T- to put it like we've we've conceded 19 goals. Queen's Park have conceded four. One hmm. against
0: us though. Come on. And that's yes. that's arguably more embarrassing to them.
1: <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, the stupid draw we got against yeah. these five would be coasting by now.
0: And here's one for our listeners.
3: When did we last score from a corner?
2: I said that like, last d- week. directly. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby against the Stenhouse Muir yeah. Then Dickie Gibb before that
3: yeah, oh, yeah. I, I remember that one. Um, Because I, I was I was saying this to my cousin because I was watching the game with him yesterday, and I was just like, you know, like when we used to be like, duh, 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 every time I corner, because you would get all excited yeah. for the chance. Of, like, I always say it, like, anytime we get a corner, I'd tell my dad, and go, Chris Higgins, power bastard, going right in. And <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time we scored from a header, like, from a like, corner. I you usually really end
0: have. up getting discounted. I'm sure corner. it was by
1: Danny Denham. Who else would yeah. be it was it, head? The Clyde, was
0: it Maybe the Clyde game, that one that we won away from home. It was one of those goals from a corner. Oh, a looping header, front. Danny Denham. I yeah, don't think so. kind of, oh, yeah. Came out, came out to the edge of the box and then went yeah. back in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean,
0: well, still, that's a long time ago.
1: There's a nice positive to end with if you ignore Gordon's comment at the end there. But we, we scored once from a corner. But that is it for this week's show. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Give us a follow on the socials, at Glory Days of Gold on Twitter, can find us on facebook as well yeah we'll be back soon hopefully talking about three points and a win and a new east five boss till then thanks for listening take care and mon the five going to your first match is an experience you'll never forget